Welcome to From the Outside Looking In with your hosts Patrick Bannis and Andy Leoskos. Come on in. All right, all right, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back once again to Cooking with Two Irish Guys That Aren't Irish. That's right. We're talking about stews. We're talking about shepherd's pie. We're talking about all things Irish coming from the perspective of two Slovakian gentlemen living outside of Sweden, right? That's where we live. I'm Sven. With me, as always, is my hetero life partner, Utar. Oh, I don't know where I was going with that. Fuck that. You do, hey, hey, welcome to From the Outside Looking In, the show about everything, the show about nothing, the show about geeky culture from a non-geek perspective or non-geek culture from a geeky perspective. You know the deal. We like comic books. We like movies. We like superheroes. We like music, beer, football, hockey, Stanley Cup playoffs Stanley are going Cup. on. We talk about that shit. Let's go, Avs. Um, for no other reason than I don't want the lightning to to repeat to be three 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 peat yeah but anyways I digress from all of that I am Andy Liascos with me as always the Jonathan Taves to my Patrick Kane Mister Patrick Banus that's right you really went sideways that's... and then I didn't know where to go I don't really have a, a a Norwegian Baltic Swedish accent or a I, name I had no idea where to go. I, I well, you know, I've been I've been meaning to watch the Northman, uh, Northman. Yeah, I'd um, like to see recently. that too. We ought to, we ought to check that uh, out. Yeah, I haven't done it yet. I want to. I do love all things like Norse. Yeah, I mean, like I like I watch all the Viking shows and yeah. and, and and you know all that shit and and uh, uh, the Last Kingdom on Netflix was pretty okay. solid. Um, I, I highly recommend that. But uh, yeah, but I, I don't know where I was going. Right, you know, I. Uh, I, missed, I try to do something. I missed a really good opportunity to see the Norsemen uh, downtown at the theater um, that they have downtown a couple of weeks ago. Um, I think they're going to have it. I thought they were going to have it like the entire month of May, and I just totally missed out on going to see it. So I'm slightly disappointed. I mean, everything's available on streaming like the month after. I know. Right? Yeah, I mean, I know. Like who's watching? Who's watching Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness this Wednesday? This guy, comfort of his living room. Hundred oh. percent going to be going to be on Disney Plus. Buddy. Is, yeah. Is it free on Disney Plus? Or is it behind a paywall? No, no, it's free on Disney Plus. Wednesday. Oh, here we go. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So. Man. And I'm probably not going to watch it on Wednesday because also episode six of Kenobi is on, on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, And that's definitely taking precedence. Sorry, Dr. Strange. Dr. Stephen Strange. Fair uh, enough. But I will... I will watch you on Friday, more than likely. Yeah, that's cool. Let's be honest, Saturday or Sunday. No rush. But, but Pat, how you doing, bud? How's uh, how, how's life treating you? Uh, life is okay, you know. Uh, it's the dog days. The dog days of summer. It, is it? Is it? I think I feel like I thought the dog days of summer was the end of summer. Yeah, actually, I don't even think. Um, to, I I I'm not sure if it's today or tomorrow that's the actual start of summer. Yes, yes. I think it's tomorrow. So I th- I, yes, I, I yes. June 
21st. All right, so it's not yeah. even the dog days of summer. It's the dog it's yeah. the dog days of spring. It's of the spring. Of spring. Yeah, it's the do- it's the dog days of spring, I guess. Uh it is also um the day that we are observing Juneteenth. Juneteenth was on the 19th. Uh, but we uh, we observe on the 20th. So happy first federal uh, holiday, Juneteenth. Juneteenth, yeah. Uh, the full emancipation of the slaves after— Yes, yes, yes. Yep, going into Galvin, Texas. After and Texas being like, held out. Nah. Yep, yep. Yeah, people this don't understand truly... the Battle of the Alamo, and I really think it would be good uh, if they understood what the Battle of the Alamo was actually about. Right, right, slavery. yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, for sure, hundred percent. So. Like, remember the Alamo? It was about slavery, <laughs> <laughs> which may have been why Ozzy oh, Osbourne pissed on it. We got a little one of them jobbers here. We're going. Ooh, Captain Dynamite IPA. Captain Dynamite IPA. We're gonna crack that puppy open. Well, well, well. New Belgium. Uh, they can never go wrong. It's a solid brewery, New Belgium Brewery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, a, I had a couple of beers, uh, I don't know. Well, I was in Atlanta last week, right? Yeah. I had some beers and some whiskey while I was there. Nothing good. Um, okay. I think maybe I had I had one local IPA that was, like, decent, but I couldn't remember what the name of it was. Uh, the week before that, we played a show at the Sound Bank in Phoenixville, and I had a couple of IPAs that I wish I could remember the name of the brewery because they were really decent. Yeah. So... If I'm out and about, I will drink. I, I no longer drink at home. It doesn't fit into my diet. But Good for you, it is. It is what it is. But when I go, when I'm when I'm either outside on a business trip, or if we're you know at, at a show or playing a show, all bets are off. You got to do the. Uh, that's why you got to do the Untapped app. That way you can keep track of this stuff. Yeah, I know, I know. But I, I also want to do the One Bite app so I can like remember all the pizza that I never eat. But like when I'm in, when I'm in a town, right? That like I'm you know like um, so we're doing a little uh, sort of getting sidetracked here on a per- personal conversation, but whatever. We're doing a little uh, New England summer vacation, right? Uh, uh, so we're gonna go up to uh, gonna stop in New Haven, Connecticut. I'm gonna get some Sally's pizza. I'm gonna go to Lou's lunchbox, right? Yeah. Um, then up to Boston, up to like New Haven. New Haven, Connecticut? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm trying to think of my buddy's brewery and where it's at, and I always mess up because it's like, I don't think I have it. I don't think, it's not New Haven. I don't know. I have to look it up, but um, uh, it's Brewery Legitimus. It's in Connecticut. I just can't remember exactly. I always forget where. um, But yeah, um, you should definitely look that up if you can get out there. It's definitely worth it. I don't know. Yeah, you know, no, like, for I don't sure. Know if you're going to do that with like three kids, you know what I mean? Like, how are you going to do that? But pro- pro- probably not. But if you're ever in, <laughs> if you're ever in Chicago, uh, a buddy of mine, Paul, has a brewery uh, just outside of Chinatown a little bit. So, well, I'm um, I'm, I'm going to be talking about the like the next like four shows, but I'm I'm geeked about going out to uh, I'm going to be up in Detroit Labor Day weekend, and so I'm definitely making a point to go to Founders. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, uh, so you could do quite a bit from Detroit, and and if you're in Detroit, you're not really that far from Chicago. It's three hours, right? Uh, three and a half, maybe. You know, uh, but uh, around there, you have uh, you have uh, you have Founders, you have uh, Bells, isn't Ooh, that yeah, uh, Bells. far? Um, and uh, there's there's one more that makes up the uh, Holy Trinity of Michigan Brewing. 
that I can't remember for right now. Right. For the uh, Founders, Bells. Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna remember it eventually, yeah. but and then it's gonna know. piss Found, me I know, off. Yeah. I know Founders is just uh, just north of downtown Detroit, and so that's why we're headed there because we're gonna be staying in downtown Detroit. We're gonna probably go to the Tigers, see a Tigers game, so I can see Comerica Park. Um, then we're probably gonna go to Founders, and then we're gonna go to I think it's the Fillmore to see Idols, um, and then turn oh, okay. around and just come right back. Nice. You know what I mean? You're not gonna stay the night. Um, You're not staying the night. No, no, we're staying for uh, what two nights? We're staying. Oh, okay, for, cool, yeah, we're cool. staying for two nights. Yeah, um, Detroit is. Uh, have you have you been to Detroit before? I have not. Not overly awesome. No, it's not. Um, yeah, I mean, it, but it, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Detroit style pizza is fire, though. You should definitely get some Detroit style pizza. I'll look up a couple of places right. for you. Um, now I'm hitting up my people but, to get like references for you know food and drink. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I mean. It's um, there's a small Greek town uh, yes, there near is. the yep. shelter. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, we won't be too far. I think we're a couple of blocks east of Greek town. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're not too far from the shelter made uh, famous uh, from the Eminem movie uh, Eight Mile. Okay. Right. The the shelter club is there. Uh, I also actually saw Spiritualized at the shelter Ooh. in down in downtown Detroit. And just randomly uh, walking around the neighborhood before the show, uh, wound up having lunch with Jason Pierce of Spiritualized in a Greek uh, town restaurant, which was pretty sweet. Which nice. Was pretty sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So. Speaking of uh, brushings with rock stars. I had a brushing with rock stars. You did. You did. <laughs> And I, I could, so, you know what? I couldn't have done it without you. Like if it wasn't for your pride, I, <laughs> I would have yeah. never done this. Um, yeah, it's it's so funny, right? Because Pat is like, so I'm super into this band from Scotland uh, called We Were Promised Jetpacks. Yeah. Um, yep. And, and Pat's like, oh, they're playing Pittsburgh. Maybe I'll go. And I'm like, oh, you should 100% go. Hey, there, you got a cat there, bud. Yeah, it's a. Uh... It's my, my, my little buddy. My little buddy, Ziggy Stardust. Yeah, all right. Good name. I like it because it's an orange cat. Mm-hmm. Fits in with the whole Ziggy Stardust thing. You know it? Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, oh, yeah, you should totally go and see We Were Promised. They're an amazing band and, like, you know, they're uh, they're great live and yada, yada, yada. And then it turned into, like, an extravaganza for you <laughs> that, like, like, I was jealous, but then also, like, fuck Pat. Right? Like, yeah, you know I mean, like... Like where you're like, oh, this fucking awesome thing happened to my buddy, so I fucking hate him. For, you know what I mean? Like, like I fucking, I, I, I begrudgingly, I'm like, God damn this fucking yeah. So, so Pat, you decide to go see this band. We were promised jetpacks. Yeah, right. So you were telling me about it, and like the day of the Wednesday day of, I'm downtown at work. And I'm like, you know what? I think I'm gonna go. And uh, so I check out um, their music for the first time on Spotify, which I had not ever listened to. Right. And so um, I started listening to their stuff, and I was like, man, I really like this. I was like, wait, are these guys Scottish? And I look them up, and I'm like, holy shit, they're Scottish. Oh, they're fucking Scottish to the core. So I immediately start like messaging my uh, Celtic supporters club buddies, and I'm like, yo, are you guys going to this? Like, yeah, of course we're going to this. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, great, so I'll see you there. So uh, we get there. Uh, I get there. 
uh, I get a ticket, I buy a beer. I'm sitting at the bar. I'm waiting for my buddy Sean to show up. And uh, he shows up, and he and I are sitting there talking and having a drink. And he's like, yeah, uh, my friend Val is, uh, is standing in on bass for them. He plays for this other band called Bare Hands. They're working out of Philly right now. And so... Val comes up, and then also two other guys from Sean's band, The Real C, S-E-A, they show up. So we're all just hanging out, talking and stuff, and like, yeah, you know, um, you know, you want to go down to the green room, we'll talk to the band real quick. Like, yeah, everybody's like, okay, cool. So it's like me, Sean, two guys from his band, and our buddy Jay. And we walk by, and they're like, oh, did you get a ticket yet? I'm like, yeah, Mike, I got a bracelet. Val just goes over and just grabs a bunch of bracelets and gives them out, and everybody gets them for free but me. Because I'd already paid for a ticket. I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. So we walk downstairs, and uh, the opening act is on, and they're at, a, like, Portland, Maine. It's a three-piece. It's two uh, two girls and a, and, a, and a guy who's drumming. Pretty good stuff. We walk right out to the green room, and here's – Half the band just hanging out in the green room. So here I am. I'm like talking to like uh, I forget what his name is, the lead singer. Um, yeah, yeah, I forget what his name is as well. Yeah. I, I want to say it's Scott, but I'm not sure if it is. So um, we're t- we're hanging out talking to the drummer and the lead singer, and they're talking about the spread, and you know, just 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 general talking. And they're like, "Hey, you guys gonna hang around and have a couple beers with us later?" And like, "Yeah, sure, great." I'm like, "This is gonna get out of hand. Like, this is amazing." Yeah. So we did they're, like they're a totally unassuming looking band. Oh, well. yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, like so we dip out and uh, we wa- we finish watching the opening band and then um, you know, we hang out, we have some beers, and then Jetpacks comes on and they're great, they're just great. And I actually like at one point I turn around and because I because like. Th- uh, the bass player from the opening act is behind me and she's there talking to uh, a girl that I know through um, my heterosexual domestic life partner Eve's brother they're friends so now I'm talking to the other band we're all hanging out this is just like and I'm like texting you I'm like this is just ridiculous dude like yeah yeah so um, th- great show um, real good time uh, everything wraps up we go up to the bar upstairs we're hanging out um a couple of people that know Sean show up. I'm talking to them for a little while. Um, some groupy-looking person shows up and wants to go talk to the band. So, like, Val and Sean and stuff, they go down and they take her down to the band. I'm sitting up here at the bar hanging out with these with the other, these other people. And after a little while, I'm like, where do they go? They're down there. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go down there. So I walk around back to go downstairs. I go downstairs, and there's just two people by the... Um, the, the booth and they're like hey what are you doing I'm like I'm just here to see my friends real quick and I just walk right by them and I go back to the green room and the door's hanging wide open and there's the band they're all just sitting there around a the table just eating dinner and hanging out my guys nowhere to be seen I'm like oh where are the guys where my guys go I'm like oh yeah they uh, they dipped out through the alley in the back I'm like ah oh, man so I go up back up to the bar and I'm hanging out at the bar and they're like yeah we're trying to get closed up here and I'm like alright sure it was like I don't know, 11.30. Right, right, yeah. And I was like, okay, whatever. So, like, you know, I finish up and I leave. My guys dipped out and left, so I never really, we never really got to hang out with the band afterwards. But, you know, I can't complain. It was a great show. I got to meet the band ahead, you know, before the show. Um, you know, got you a t-shirt. Nice, so, nice. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. You know, yeah, I mean, I... 
They they played uh they played Lancaster uh later that same week, but I did not go. Okay. Um yeah, cuz uh, it was the it was the twelfth. It was my wedding anniversary, so I got gotcha. I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna dip out on Cass and go see a We Were Promised show, <laughs> so, especially like what every time I've seen them, I've seen them with her, right? Yeah, I mean, like we've gotten a babysitter to go see We Were Promised, and um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, fabulous band, one of the tightest rhythm sections uh, in rock and roll today. That bass player and that drummer just fucking groove. Yeah, I I got to admit, I was very very impressed. Um, and so I was really glad. I was really glad that you know you pressured me to go, and that you know other people that I knew were going. Not that that mattered, because I would I would have been there by myself. I don't even care. Um, right. Because that, that's I went by myself to see. Um, uh, who was that other band uh, from Jersey? Um, uh, Titus Andronicus. Titus Andronicus. I went over there to see them by myself. I don't really care. You know what I mean? I just want to hear the sound. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Great time, man. Um, you know, it's just, sometimes it's just, there's a fun adventure to be had. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, that's, that's, that is an adventure. Yeah. You know what I mean? The moral of the story like, is go see music. Like when you get a chance to go see music, if you're, even if you're not sure who they are, go see them. Find out. Yeah. If, if somebody you trust recommends a band. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah, you know I mean, you could end up backstage with the band. Yeah, actually, that's not the pissing worst. That, pissing that person off, right? Like, yeah, not only did I go see this band on your recommendation, I'm hanging out with them now. Yeah, yeah. Here's a picture of me. I, I took a picture. You took a picture of the bass player's rig, right? Like, I'm like, is this fucking dude on the stage right now, just taking pictures <laughs> of this shit? Like, and you couldn't oh, grab a shot of like the pedal board for me. I t- oh, I know. <laughs> I totally got a picture. Oh, the 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 bass player that uh, that picture I got after the show. So after everybody kind of oh, okay. cleared out, I walked up and, and took a picture. Um, I got a picture of the lead singer while we were backstage in the green room because I was just kind of you know messing around my phone. I had it down by my waist or whatever, and I pointed up and just took a couple of snaps of him because I was like, you know, whatever. But then he, like I said, it just looks like this totally unassuming guy. Right. But yeah. such a great show. So Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, they, uh, their first two albums are fucking amazing. Agreed. I mean, they really are. Yeah. These four walls and uh, oh fuck, what's the second album called? I can picture the cover. Uh, well, I, I I don't think it's circles and squares, but it's something. I forget what it is. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. First two album, first two albums are amazing. Yep. So there you go. So Pat, other than seeing the jetpacks and everything else, anything else going on in the world today? Do we have any news of the weird? I, I don't know. I'm segmenting uh, into it. Yeah, I mean, I got some weird stuff. I figured, you know, this is a very DC Comics central centric episode. So I figured yes. we, you know, talk some, you know, some DC stuff. I think uh, it's been a bit, but like uh, episode 53, we talked about um, the original artwork for Secret Wars 8, the black Spider Man costume, how that sold for, at auction for like yeah. 3.3 million. So. Just recently, I think it was like a like a couple of weeks ago, the um, the most expensive Batman artwork went at auction. So, um, and I thought it would have been the I thought it would have been the original cover art for um, Batman two fifty one, which is that kind of iconic Neil Adams um, cover. With the Joker kind of looming over yep, the city, yep. amazing cover. I haven't. I have a. I have a copy of that signed by Neil Adams. Uh, R.I.P. Neil Adams. 
one of the yeah. gr- one of the goats. Um, it was it's the original artwork cover of the Dark Knight. Um, I think, is it the Dark Knight Returns? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah. that Frank, Frank Miller, the Frank, the Frank Miller one, the yeah, Frank yeah. Miller cover. So it's just that it's that black and blue sky with the lightning with the, and with, with the tank like Batman just going through the air. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. that sold at auction for two point four million dollars. Jesus Christ! Um, I'm not insane. sure. If, yeah, I'm not sure if that went through. Um, uh, the outfit in Dallas that has a lot of stuff I can't remember. I, I it's uh, heritage auctions. I don't know if it went through them or not, but um, just amazing. I mean, original artwork nowadays a lot of times is going for like five or six figures, depending on what it is. Sure. But yeah. but this is just. I mean, and it is an iconic piece of artwork. So to see it go for that much is not really a surprise. But um, I just thought that that was you know super cool. You know, we love that stuff. Um, yeah, no, that's awesome, and uh, and it's really one of the best Batman stories ever. The the Frank Miller Dark Knight is just it yeah, really is fantastic. Yeah, it really I totally is. agree. I mean, not to be confused yeah. with uh, the Dark Knight Returns or whatever that that second shot that he did afterwards, which was really bad. But, yeah, yeah, that, that I have that somewhere yeah. up here. It's not it was, I was super pumped on it coming out, right? And they had all the variant <laughs> covers, like James Lee, uh, Jim Lee did a cover, and. Um, mm. Yeah. Not that one. The one that came out directly after is I think it was called The Dark Knight Strikes Back. Oh, okay. It's all the right, one with right. Superman and like Wonder Woman banging in midair. Totally crazy yes. stuff. Just yeah, all right. I do I do remember. Unnecessary. That one. Do. So we're gonna yeah. go from expensive stuff to free stuff. Oh, we, let's go. We love free stuff. We do. Um, Who doesn't? Uh starting uh I think it's August eighth. To commemorate the release of Sandman, the series on Netflix, uh, there's going to be yeah, buddy. there's going to be free Sandman special edition comics in comic shops. So, hmm. um, you know, I know that we live in a lot of we live in a time of a lot of free content and digital stuff, but I, I cannot stress enough that if you get the opportunity, you should go and support your local comic shop. Um, they Absolutely. they always need it. Um, you know, I know a lot of people like do their digital reading nowadays, but I don't go for that. I read my comics in in like I want them in my hands. Yeah. So yeah, I I, I read most of my books still in in book form. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, even if I'm out there just supporting my local Barnes and Nobles, it is what it is. Yep. You know what I mean? Like whatever. I, I don't want my bookstore to go away. Yep. Yeah, I mean, we used to we used to have choices in bookstores. I liked Borders way more than Barnes and Nobles, but now we don't have that choice anymore. Yeah. We only have I liked, Barnes and Nobles. I uh, liked Walden books. Oh, sure, Walden. Sure, sure. You know. Yeah. But now we don't have any of that. So, yep. uh, so go check yeah, go that su- out. Go, su- go support your bookstores, go support your comic book shops, go support your record stores. Yeah, yeah. Like I know I know I know everything's available on Spotify and Apple Music. I totally get that, right? Uh, but if you like a band like Pick up a physical copy. Yep. You know what I mean? Like keep keep the record short record shops in business, right? Like one one of one one of my favorite bands releases up that I always buy the vinyl. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't go out and I, I you know just buy random vinyls, right? You know what I mean? That that's what Spotify's for, right? But <clears throat> yeah. if it's a band I love, I'm like I'm I'm totally getting this on vinyl. It's gonna be fucking awesome. What do you think? And I, I this is gonna be like this is gonna be totally for the reacts. 
Um, and I, I have not done any uh, research on this, so I, I have no idea what's going on. Um, but the Sandman show on Netflix, what do you think yeah. of uh, Gwendolyn Christie as Lucifer? Yeah, I mean, it is it is what it is. Uh, you know, I, I'm okay with it, right? You also have Joanna Constantine, right, uh, instead of John Constantine. Um I mean, it's it's it kind of stinks because and, and, we have and, a we yeah. have a Lucifer, a perfectly good Lucifer. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. We have for Lucifer sure. at home. Lucifer yeah. at home Tom, is he had his own show for like three seasons. No, like six, six, because six. Yeah, because like Netflix picked it up and finished and 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 Tom Middle. Uh, I, I forget what his name is, the actor. I was gonna say Tom Middleton, but that's Loki. Um. Uh. I forget uh, the actor that played uh, Lucifer, but he's fantastic. Yeah, doesn't everybody was bitching? He's got brown hair because people are always gonna bitch. You know what I mean? Like he's not blonde haired, but Lucifer, the character Neil Gaiman's Lucifer was based off of David Bowie. Like, okay, yeah, it was, yeah. but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, it's you know, and we we always talk about this. It's always about the writing. Yes. I don't know. You know, like, there is a lot of race and gender swapping that goes on in in content right now. Some of it's good. Some of it's bad. It's really about the writing and what you give the actor to do with. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... I like Gwendolyn Christie. I think that, you know, I also feel like she's going to be, isn't she like a gigantic, I feel like she's really tall. Like, isn't she a really tall woman? Yeah, yeah, she is. She is. Like, I think she could do a, a really good job at it, right? And she, she's she got the blonde hair, blue eyes, right? And she's a great actress, right? Go. For sure. But, like, would I also feel bad if they put, like, a, a, a Tilda, a, Tilda Swinton. A, a Tilda Swinton in there. That'd be fan-fucking-tastic. Oh, yeah, you know it. I, yeah, she, she played the Archangel uh, Gabriel yep. in the Constantine movie, right? She was great in that. And it would be a great, it would be a great throwback because she was in that in the original movie. Like, why not just bring her back for the, show? you know? But whatever, you know. A lot of right, right. You know, it's cheaper to have yeah. lesser known people. And she was she was fantastic in uh, as the ancient one, which was a, a race and gender swap. Right. So yeah, I mean, fair enough. It's like so. It depends. I don't think the role. Or the character is necessarily defined by race or gender, but as defined as to who that character is. And if the actor or actress can capture who that character is on film, then it's theirs. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Well, you know I, I, mean? I, you know, I, I agree. And then I also don't want to see. Um, I don't want to see. I don't want to see everything go overboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, no, like we I, don't I mean, have to. We don't have to swap everybody around. Like. There are there are iconic figures that we would like to see stay the way that they are, right? Like a hundred percent. And there is so and like with John Constantine, like he's in the story. There is you know the bullshit Joanna Constantine throughout the timeline, right? I would have rather seen Matt Ryan. Oh yeah. Or some somebody doing John Constantine in the show, but like whatever. I'm not going to bitch about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, 
Especially when you have like fringe characters, you know what I mean, or fringe stories where it's not Superman, it's not Batman, you know what I mean. Like, stick around, we're gonna get another Spider-Man movie, whether you know whether Tom Holland's in it or not, right? Like, we'll we're gonna get another Spider-Man movie in our lifetime, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, you, we may but, we may not get another Sandman production. Oh my ever, God, no! You know what I mean? Right? Yeah, you know what I mean? Right? They're, they're, you know. So like, when you when you have these fringe materials, like I, I'm just happy they're making something i may not love every minute of it but i'm gonna fucking watch it yeah case yeah, of, i mean like case in point shang chi yeah, we, we didn't yeah. love it but at, but at least we have it right and so like, like, if they made a, if, they, if they made a man thing movie i'm gonna watch it yeah i mean it's probably not gonna be good i watched that swamp thing show on cw yeah you know i mean not 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 a hundred percent terrible but yeah, not great, but all right. I'm yeah, I mean, it's good enough. Pick it up, it's HBO good Max. Pick it up. Yeah, right. I'm fucking pissed at HBO Max right now because they dropped uh, Raised by Wolves after two seasons. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That show was fantastic. Like, what are you doing? Netflix, come to the come to the table, bud. Yeah, it's 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 um, all money. I think that everybody everybody saw. I think in some of this, I, I wonder how much of this is a reaction to Netflix having the issues that they're having. Because, you know, they're putting a lot of money into producing their own content, which is not cheap. Yeah. But and and it's not all good. No, it's you not. Know I mean, and, you know, what I mean, that's the thing. Like Stranger Things season four has been fantastic. They waited a long ass time. And I know there was a pandemic. I get that. You know what I mean? I mean, in their defense, the pandemic has messed up a lot of stuff. There are movies like, and some, oh, of, the yeah, MCU, some sure. of the MCU stuff that we've talked about, like, you know, No Way Home or, or I'm sorry. Um, yeah, no, no Way Home, where like you can see the pandemic had an impact on visuals scenes etc and so oh yeah yeah i would no, rather I mean, you has, held out yeah no i mean there there is a level of that but we're also in a content rich time right where netflix is competing against um you know disney plus which has some stuff coming out that's crushing it yeah you know i mean disney like marvel disney um, star wars yeah that's going on uh, Hulu, you know, getting heavier and heavier in, into producing their own shit, right? Amazon, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, and Amazon, like, and, and, I, and we haven't talked about this yet either, uh, Amazon is going to have uh, a Lord of the Rings show. Yes, yes. And uh, uh, season three of The Boys dropped. Right. Exactly. So been, been, Yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot of shit going on. And Netflix isn't the only streaming platform in the game. They yeah. act like they are still, but Amazon and Disney got fucking mad money. Yep. They could blow your shit out of the wall. And app, I don't have Apple TV. No, neither like, do I. But every, yeah, but every time I'm like, man, maybe I should get it because Apple's got a lot of fucking money too. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure they're putting fire ass shit out. Is, is Peaky Blinders awesome? Totally. Is Stranger Things awesome? Totally. Do they justify twenty dollars a month? Nah. They really don't. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, if they if they if they did that every if there was that quality of shit coming out every other month, right? Six months out of the year, sure. But there's not. There's those two shows, a couple of comedy specials. And I don't know if we talked about this, but you know, they're they didn't hit. They lost. They lost. Like Netflix, I think, like lost subscribers. Yeah. And their response to that was, "We're going to add commercials." And or we're going to raise the price. And it's like, yeah, you are asking to lose more subscribers. And then they're like, we're going to crack on on multi-use 
um, accounts. Yeah, pa- yeah, password sharing. Yeah. yeah, right. So, like, we're going to cut down on password sharing. We're going to put in more commercials. And it's like, and you think that is what's going to get people to stay with you? Right. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Your content quality is going down. Your consistency of putting out content is going down. And you're going to start raising. And, and there's there's other platforms out there that are consistently putting out as good, if not better, quality yep. content than you are. Yep. Yep. I want to hit a, a couple of... Um... I want to hit a couple of DCEU stuff before we get into the other DCEU stuff. Um, A couple of things that have just happened, um, like literally like in the last 36, 48 hours. So while we're behind on some things, we're totally on top of other things. What do you say? What do you say about that, Frenchie? Yeah. What do you got going on? Uh, (laughs) So um, not a surprise to anyone. Uh, It sounds like uh, Amber Heard is completely out of Aquaman 2 now. Um, You know, a lot of this is the fallout from the defamation trial with her estranged husband, Johnny Depp. Um, You know, my take may not be your take, but it's definitely my take. Both of these people are trash. They're, yeah. they're both yeah. terrible people, but also, you know, both can be abusers and both can be right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't agree with I don't know if I agree with the judicial outcome, especially because he already lost a case like this in England where it's a lot harder. Um, so but she's out as uh, Queen Mara. I don't know if it really matters that much. Um I, th- I really feel like that just gives it, it us doesn't. more time it, for a, a story, um, unless you're going to do something valuable with her as a character, which... No, nah, it's... It, 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 I mean, the Aquaman movies kind of suck anyway. I mean, unless they're really going to make something good, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, they've been talking Let's, about they've been talking this, about this other, you know, this new Aquaman, you know, another Aquaman movie for a while now, and it's just not in any point in production, and so now it's like, does it even matter? Um, you know, and now, and well, now you got the the Flash, like you know, like whatever. Let's talk about the Flash. Yeah, let's, let's talk about what uh, he's doing. Let's, let's talk and about also, before before we go too far off the deep end of like you know how some of these people suck, just shouts to Jason Momoa. Uh, you know, like I wish the Aquaman Aquaman movies were better because I do like Jason Momoa. Great, right? great, his, great casting. Yeah, his best role as Aquaman though is in the show we're about to talk about yes. after we talk about the Flash. Yeah, so um, uh, Ezra Miller is officially out. Uh, as the Flash, yeah. um, he is. Uh, from what it sounds like, he is on the lamb. Um, they have been. Uh, he he had he recently deleted his his Instagram page after he was mocking police uh, and getting a lot of negative feedback over accusations of grooming. Um, there, the police have been unable to serve him a protective order from a mother and her 12-year-old child that has to do with something I don't know. He has a number of allegations out there of all sorts of abuse, um, you know, stuff that happened in Hawaii, stuff that's happened in the States. I mean, you know, I, I would just say mental health is a serious thing, and we don't ever want to on this show make negative light or make fun of people's mental health issues. And it's clear that that is where Ezra Miller is at. And so it's like, just like buddy, just, just get help, dude. Just get help. Um, sort yourself out. 
Yeah. And and if he's doing anything to kids, fuck that scumbag. I don't give a shit about the mental health aspect yeah. of it. Yeah, I mean, like, like fuck that. Also, second, we were promised Jetpack's album is called "In the Pit of Our In the Pits of Our Stomach." I just remembered that. There you go. Um, so, <laughs> so there's that, right? Yeah. So, uh, so the new the new CEO of Warner Brothers, uh, David Zaslav, just kind of took over. I don't know when this happened, but it was very recent, and it sounds like he is not willing to um, inherit a problem. So. The Flash movie is currently delayed until next June. Um, there is some debate about whether it could just get canceled altogether and Warner Brothers I, I just do, takes it, the massive loss. Yeah, it may. Yeah, I, mean, uh, like, I, I don't I don't think that that's going to be the case. I think that they're, what they're, they're going to do is they're going to release what they have and I think they're going to they're just going to do some course. So I don't know. They're not going to retcon it, but they'll they'll write him off in another movie. Yeah. yeah, they'll kill him or they'll something. They'll kill him yeah, off yeah. or write him off in another movie. Uh, I don't think that they're gonna. I don't think that they're gonna let go of the content that they've already, you know, pretty much wrapped. Um, right, right. You know, I mean, this movie, as far as I know, this movie's been done for a little while now. And if you're gonna have like Michael Keaton's Batman in it, um, yeah, you can't really let that go. You gotta. You got you to gotta at least give us that, and, and we'll take it with a grain of salt. Um, but it looks like he's out. Um, there would be major ramifications if they just if they just shit can that movie altogether. Um, and there will still be ramifications because the Flashpoint storyline in this movie, it, you know, it was going to um, bring a lot of things together in the DCEU in general. Um, I don't know how and what exactly. I don't know what it means for like the Robert Pattinson Batman. I don't know what it means for some of this other stuff, but it's just, um, you know, uh, did, did we talk about the Robert Pattinson Batman? Yet? Not yet. I don't think yeah. We did. Not yet. We're still, no, we got to get the, yeah, we're a little behind. Solid. You've been traveling yeah. for work. It's just, it happens. So we're going to, we're going to yeah. start railing it. We're going to start knocking it out. Um, but yeah, um, you know, DC DC in general has had a bad go of it the last couple of years um, with the comic side, uh, and now with the the the, the cinematic. Well, side. the DC, yeah, the cinematic side has been greatly lacking for a, a long, long time. time. So a long time. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I, I can't remember. I mean, like, when has there been a a viable Superman property? I mean, not since Christopher Reeves. Uh, I mean, I, I, the Henry Cavill stuff is not terrible. No, but it's not great either. Yeah, I mean, Christopher Reeves' Superman for for the time was fantastic. Yeah, it was campy. You know, I mean, it was campy, and yeah, you know, but like, like that's that's some iconic. You know, the 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 you know Neil before Zod. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, that's an iconic movie line. For you sure. Know what I mean, for sure. I mean, and you know, yeah. Gene Hackman is still Gene you know, Hackman is our quintessential Lex Luthor. He may, he may be the bar for Lex Luthor. Yeah, you know I mean, like he maybe he probably is. You know uh, I mean? mean, you know, if you want to go there, um, the uh, see the Superman animated series or the Justice League animated series, uh, Lex Luthor is pretty yeah, solid. Yeah, no, no, but... no. He he is for sure. But I'm saying non-animated form, live-action movie. Gene Hackman, Gene Hackman is the bar. Hundred yeah. percent. He is the and bar. And you throw 
You throw Richard Pryor and World War III in there and Russian nukes. You got, yeah, that's a great movie. That's a good movie. You're in for a good time. You're in for a good hour and 40 minutes of a good. They're not going to stretch it out for seven hours, right? It's not going to stretch out for seven hours. You're going to get some laughs. You're going to have some adventure. Superman's going to have this weird thing that he, the, the S that he takes oh, off, right? Off. He, thro- yeah. he throws it. Yeah, 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 right? It turns into cellophane for no reason. That's a power they added. We're like, well, all right, Superman can fly. He's got freeze breath. He's got super strength. He's got heat vision. What if he has cellophane on his chest? He, like, wraps you in it. Holy shit. What if he has oh. uh, some saran wrap that comes off the chest? That was the 80s, and it was like fucking just, it was just a bunch of people, like a fucking a ton coke. of blow, and they were like, yeah, a lot of coke. They're just like, and they're like, fuck yeah, let's go. Saran wrap. He fucking, he's got saran wrap. That's this. what he's got. I love That's this. what the S is for. Saran. Yeah, so, but I mean, still, probably the best Superman franchise to date, live action. Yeah, uh, the, the first Henry Cavill, The Man of Steel, not a bad movie. Um, if they had gotten around to a second one, it would have been great, but then they immediately went to Justice League and killed him off, and then whatever. So it's like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. And, it was, and, and then, yeah, and then, oh god, it's so bad. I mean, and then, but, but and then you he, gotta, you gotta look at Cyborg. You gotta look at Cyborg in Justice. Well, League. I don't think we're gonna like, have god. to look at Cyborg. I mean, I, you know, I, you know, someday we'll, no. someday we'll get around we to the, did, though. the we three did. and a half we hour did. Snyder cut. That's four hours. There's no way I'm watching yeah. that. <laughs> the someday, Snyder cut. fuck that. I mean, look, I have a Ugh. better chance of watching a four hour Snyder cut than I do a three hour Eternals. <laughs> So, you know, it just depends on, you know, what happens. I mean, yeah, it's it's all relative. Like, all these movies are way too fucking long. Make them 90 minutes. Yeah. Remember when movies were 90 minutes? You were in and out an hour and a half. It wasn't for your whole fucking life. Uh, all right, anyways. I, anyways. I yeah, but yeah, anyways, yeah. let's talk about a DC uh, DC property that, uh, that, really, that really nailed it. That they really, they hit the mark. That I loved. That re-established or reaffirmed my love for the DCEU. Right. Which had been fading. I've been shitting all over the DCEU and kind of like sprinkling in some of my, my distaste for MCU, which is mostly like it's too fucking long. Um, right. Uh, yeah. But Peacemaker. Out of nowhere. Peacemaker. Yeah. The best fucking superhero show outside of the boys in the last five years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. With John Cena at the helm, coming off of one of the shittiest superhero movies ever made in Suicide Squad 2. Fun camp. It's fun camp. But they Suicide took that Squad fun 2? camp. Yeah, they took that fun camp I, and I did mean, a little they, something with it. I, lo- I love fun camp, yeah. right? You know what I mean? Right. When it's done, right? They, <laughs> I mean, Suicide Squad, yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever. But Peacemaker, they, yeah, they, uh, yeah, they, they made it. I, I was like, there's no way this show is going to be good. I let it go for a while before. Then I started texting her. I was like, have you watched Peacemaker yet? Like, this is like the best thing on yeah. TV. I was like, this is unreal. I mean, John, John Cena crushes it. I have to say as Chris. And, and I think that this is this goes back to this goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Uh James Gunn. When you have a good writer who writes a good story and gives yes. characters something to do. You get yes. gold. And gives them purpose and gives them a story. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's it's great. It's great. Um, fucking uh, Vigilante. Yes. One of the best fucking characters 
ever. That dude was fucking awesome. Yeah, so uh, so Freddie Stroma plays uh, the vigilante, a.k.a. Adrian Chase, the best friend Peacemaker didn't know he really had. Um, kind of a little bit, like, not strict to canon. He's definitely a sociopath. Like, he's definitely nuts. But he's also, like, he has some redeeming qualities, like... Yes he's, yes, he's amusing, you know, but yes. he's also a sociopath. He's not scared to put himself into prison to go after uh, Nazis. Yeah, which is great. I mean, I think they really DC like kind of made the vigilante like sort of their Deadpool, right? Without any just special like a, powers. Just which like is, a nerdier yeah. Deadpool. Yeah. And it was fantastic. Yeah, You know, like they, there's like so like Peacemaker, you know is brought on in in the same sort of way that, like, he was brought on in Suicide Squad, where they're, you know, basically he has to do this job, this super secret job. Well, so right? he's, 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 he recovered, he miraculously recovers from the injuries yep. from Suicide Squad 2. Yes. They send and, him home to his double wide. And you know what's great is... Nobody has to go into a fucking seven-hour explanation nope. of how he recovered. They're just like, he recovered. And you're like, okay, cool. It's a superhero, He's a superhero. movie. It's fine. I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? Like, that's fine. He has a, I don't need to. He has a great moment with, I, I wish I don't, I didn't. Oh, you know what? Hold on. Hold on. I do have it. Because this is one of the funniest parts. I remember you telling me about this. This is like one of the funniest things of the, um, I just got to get to it because it's down there. Um. Where is he? The um the guy who plays the the uh the guy who plays the janitor. Oh yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah. Rizwan Manji he plays the janitor. So like on the way out he's like oh you know like they're they're talking on the way out and this is where we get the Superman or the Aquaman thing. This is where we start to hear like the Aquaman thing. At first yes. I was like oh wasn't that time we smoked weed together right? Yeah oh that's cool but what you know but what about like I heard Aquaman fucks fish. He's like what? No that's not right. It's on the internet. Nobody. So who was the person? Well, something something well, Pepe twenty two wouldn't lie to me. Yeah yeah. So Peacemaker's basically, basically, what's his face? The janitor's like, I mean, you're not like a real superhero. You know what I mean? He's like, you're not like an Aquaman. He's like, what are you telling me? Aquaman fucks fish. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) it's like basically like Peacemaker's like, yeah, you know, um, whatever. Right. So like basically this guy's obsessed with superheroes. Right. And, you know, I think wants a superhero to come to his daughter's school for oh, like yeah. whatever. Yeah, that's show what it was, tell. right? Yeah, for like a show and tell thing. And like Peacemaker's like, I'm a superhero. He's like, yeah. Are you though? Yeah, I mean like yeah. um he's like, well I saved the world. Yeah, did you know? You know? Yeah. So um yeah, but I mean, you know, again, the the character Chris Smith, right? Yeah, is, Christopher Smith, is, yeah. Yeah, Christopher Smith. Is sort of the character that John Cena was born to play. He is a meathead. Yeah, you know I mean, uh, you know, kind of a badass because John Cena is built like a fucking tank. You know what yep. I mean? Um, and uh, yeah, he's John Cena crushed it in this. I was not expecting John Cena to crush it in this. Like he was, he was one of the better parts of the Suicide Squad movie. You know what I mean? But like when I was like, they're doing a spinoff show and it's going to be John Cena's Peacemaker. Like I, I mean, you know. you know, this is one of those things that these kinds of guys are like made to play. These kinds yes. of like you know dipshit meathead roles, like sociopath killers, obsessed, obsessed with eighties metal. Yes, yeah, you know I mean, 
And like, so they're like, so basically there's like an alien invasion that's going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. And these aliens are, are, are called butterflies. That's because project, they kinda, yeah, it's Project Butterfly, right? All right, because they kind of look like butterflies. And so John Cena is part of a, a, a of a group. Uh, it's the it's the nerdy neckbeard guy from Suicide Squad. Yeah, um, that's uh, John Economos. Uh, that's his character. Yes. yes so yes. he and uh, he and Amelia Harcourt, um, those two were carryovers from Suicide Squad Suicide too. Squad. So yes, they are right. tasked with you know from Argus from Amanda Waller who is in this. Yes, she's also in this, and her daughter is Tasty from Orange is the New Black. Okay. <laughs> um, what, what's her name in the show? I have no fucking clue. It's just Tasty from Orange is the New Black. That's what I know her as. Uh, Leota right? Adebayo. Sure, yes. Adebayo. Absolutely. That's who they refer to, Adebayo. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, this yeah. other guy. And she was great. She was fantastic. Yeah, so the, uh, the, the, the kind of friendship arc that she has with Peacemaker where they like kind of have this kind of like f- fledgling respect come friendship with each other was a pretty good you know arc of the show you know what i mean yes yes i think all their relationships were really good they were all really well done it's like one of these things that is just like this is what good writing gets you yeah you right. know what i mean 100% even like when they're on one of the first missions where they're hunting a butterfly, yeah. right? And like, and like Peacemaker, and I, I love, you know, like Peacemaker's like has this thing where every one of his weapons has to have the Dove of Peace on the handle, which is great. And he's just like, I, I can't even go out there and kill people without this thing because it doesn't have the Dove of Peace on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> So he's got like this Barrett 50 caliber, caliber sniper rifle, and they're like, "Well, if any of them start acting, you know, weird, we think this senator is is a butterfly, right? And um, you know, you're gonna have to take him out. But if the wife and any of the kids, you know, and then like Peacemaker's like, I can't shoot kids, you know, what I mean, like what the fuck? That's weird, you know what I mean? And then so like they they seem like the typical normal family until they walk in the house and close the door and they just become completely devoid of, of, of emotion. emotion they're, yeah. just, they're just walking, you know, and they go to the kitchen and they bring out like these, these big jars of basically like jelly type translucent weird shit. looks like kind of like honey. Right. And then a long tongue comes out of their mouth and they're, they're you know, all of them are eating and they're like, well, those are butterflies. You got to take them out. And peacemaker can't, bring himself to terms that even though these are aliens or whatever, they're still just little kids. kids, Right. And then, yeah. And then, yeah, he feels the hand on his shoulder and it's vigilante. And he's just like, let me do this one, bud. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then like vigilante is just like, and then just lays waste to the entire family. basically, was this is, I'm trying to remember how, where the timing of all this was, because like at some point in that first episode, so they Oh he 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 accidentally he winds up he tries hooking up with the hop lawn chick. He goes, right? he goes to the bar and tries to hook up with he tries to flirt with Harcourt and she's yeah. just like fuck off basically. Big fuck right. off vibes. And so right. he ends yeah. up getting he, he's this. like I'm not trying I'm not trying to have like anything emotional, just physical. I've been in jail for like last year. I mean, just like and, and she's like, Did you think this was gonna work? And he's like, Well, I mean, yeah, you just have awesome tits. Exactly. It's like, yeah, like, and I was like, I fucking, this is fucking amazing. Well, she also had like, there was also a comeback where she was like, something, she, she, she did say something about him. 
but also but also she's like a total hard ass. And so he yeah. goes he goes and picks up this other pretty weird chick. Eight, eight, 80s metal Some chick, 80s basically. Metal chick, yeah. And takes her home, and they bang, and he's like jibber-jabbering while she's in the bathroom, and then he finds like <laughs> this hair metal. I forget which I forget which band it was. I forget which hair metal band it was. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't Faster Pussycat, but it may have been a made-up band. It, I think it was I'm a made-up sure. one. I think this was the made-up yeah. one. And so she, he like yeah. puts on the record player, and she like comes out and like cuts him or something, and they start fighting, and he's throwing around, and um, you know, he he like, um, he ends up going. I think he has to go out to the parking lot or something to get to get the helmet. And he like he has to go and get the he has to go get the sonic, sonic boom, helmet. boom helmet. He like blows her yeah. up. And then so of course yeah. like you know in the next episode, you know the, all the cops show up, and so now they've got to do like an extraction and um, yes. Oh, man, I mean it, it's a oh, and then and then there's the we, so he's up. On the floor above, right? Because he has to go back in to, like, get all his shit. Oh, right? yes. And then there's the couple, and, like, yes. the, the, the the wife is, like, super attracted to him. You know what I mean? She's like, yeah, why why can't you be, like, you know, like, you know, like whatever, right? To her husband, and he's like, you know, like, whatever. And um, so that, like, later in another episode, in a future episode, there's, like, a cut scene, and it's, like, a three-way with, with Peacemaker, Vigilante, and this chick, right? Which is pretty fucking funny. <laughs> but they end up covering um, for him. The couple ends up covering for him. Yeah. You know, um, and they and they get out, and then um, at some point during this, oh, in the first episode, you meet his, you meet Christopher Smith's dad, Augie, because he's got to yeah, go yeah. back and get. He gets a helmet, and he also has yeah, to get his, his get, dad makes his stuff, makes yeah. the helmet and stuff. He like also that. has he's to also, get uh, eagerly. Yeah, eagerly. His best friend eagerly, which is an eagle, right? Uh, and eagerly is awesome, super awesome. So, yeah. um, you know. Augie is an incredible racist piece of shit, and yeah. but he's also got like this incredible weird pocket universe. And yes, where he has this amazing lab and he builds these helmets for Peacemaker, and yeah, and then we find out later that he is this uh, this super villain, the White Dragon. Yes, uh, which is which is as racist as it sounds. Right. I don't think it was in the in the comics, though. I don't think the white dragon was was the white dragon a, a neo-Nazi in the comics. OK, he was. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, but way less funny and way less like endearing to your heart. Yeah, you know I mean, like for sure. Yes, yes.
His dad. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's, I mean, funny, but also dark. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's real emotion in the show as well. Like, we, you know, like, when we find out that, that you know, Chris's dad is such a piece of shit, right? And, like, you know, part of, like, the, the militant neo-Nazi movement that he would have his sons basically fight in, in a pit, right? You know what I mean? Like, full force, like, fight. And, like, Chris hit his his brother, knocked him out, and, like, his brother, like, hit the back of his head on a rock or something like that and basically, you know, like, died, right? So, like, like Augie hates Chris because of this, but it's not really Chris's fault because it's it's his dad that put him in that pit and made the two of them... The brothers loved each other. You know what I mean? Right? And, uh... And and put kids in it, you know what I mean? And have like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Goth, yeah. Yeah, and that's when we meet Goth's uh, bodyguard, Judo Master, right? Judo Master's great. He's like he's like a five-foot, if I'm being generous, like he's like five-foot tall. Super jacked, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's just like a martial arts master. And like the fight scenes between Peacemaker and Judo Master are fucking awesome. They really are. I mean, it's 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 literally like John Cena fighting Rey Mysterio, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, they, they, but it's great. It was great, and uh, so we find out that you know, basically, the butterflies are there um, to slowly take over Earth. Right? Is basically because we're you know we suck, right? Like we're gonna destroy the planet, basically, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's and it, and it, Right, yeah, right, because ta Tasty like basically convinces uh uh Vigilante to get arrested to be like a good friend to Peacemaker. And like kill his dad, right? Yeah, like and like it's like it's such a horrible move and a horrible play that uh you know yeah no for sure for sure she had... yeah 
she's playing two sides, right? Like she she wants to get the money to like so that her and her wife can have a decent life. So she's working for her mom, right? Amanda Waller, who, you know, we know is a piece of shit. Right. And so she's forced to be doing like piece of shit things, but she's also becoming attached to not only the team, but to Peacemaker and Vigilante as well. Right. Like she sees like they're actually good dudes. They're they're horrible, but they're actually good dudes. Yeah. I mean, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're not like Augie, who is a, you know, a, a horrible racist piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, like Peacemaker is a womanizer, but he's also just a fucking meathead. And at the end of the day, you know. Really a decent dude. Yeah, I mean, vigilante. Vigilante's a psycho, but you know, funny. Yeah, yeah. Tries communicating with it. I think the fourth episode is that where Adebayo hides the manifesto in Peacemaker's apartment, though, as well. It's somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the number of the episode doesn't matter, but she does wind up basically planning this manifesto on on her mother's orders, right? Like, so that when things go sideways, it's going to look like Peacemaker radicalized, you know what I mean? It, you know, basically went around just killing all these people, right? Uh, is 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 what it's going to wind up looking like. That's that's what this manifesto is. Even though Peacemaker had nothing to do with it, didn't write it, yada, yada, yada. But they're they're setting him up to take the fall. We then also... Around this time, find out that the leader of the group, right? What's that dude's name? Yes. Right. Right. Because there's only there's only one thing which they call the cow, right? Which is a giant giant space thing, right? And it makes this goo and it's the only thing the butterflies can eat, right? Like it's the only thing that sustains them. Uh Butterflies, yep, yeah. There's a there there's there's a gorilla that's possessed by that's that's being controlled by a butterfly, so it's like super gorilla, right? Like super spy, like fighting gorilla, great fight scene. Right. And then so then we get through all that, everybody goes back, and that's when we find out uh oh, because Adebayu has the X-ray helmet on and she's like, Whoa, and she looks over at what's his face. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
Right. It, it, right. And and basically, Goth and the other ones, the majority of them, are are on a quest to like basically weed out humanity because we're the problem on this planet. Just like they destroyed their planet, we are on the path to destroy our planet. And then where are they going to go? Right. So so their their goal to save the planet is to get rid of us, the main problem. Right. But uh, Mern wants to give us the you know he's the he's the lone butterfly that thinks this is a bad idea and we should have the uh, the right to be free and live and you know all that other stuff. Yada yada yada. Right. Uh, it's also around this time that Augie gets out of prison. Right. He gets released. Uh, then there's there's like a fixer that is brought in right to like fix some of the stuff. He he gets made the head of uh, the the chief of police. Right. Uh, and and um, but it's also around this time that it's not. Is it goth that gets into uh, goth gets loose? The butterfly, the the senator was, yeah, but, yeah, no, the, that's goth, yeah, that's goth. The butterfly himself is goth. The senator was named something else, but that guy is goth, yeah, yeah. Yep, that dude, he flies off, yes, looking for Peacemaker, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she was like the lead detective on the thing. Yep. Yes. Yes. Yep. And this is all this is also when like she basically calls a bunch of other butterflies. And they just take over the entire, like, police department in town and shit like that. Including the inside man that is the chief of police, right? <laughs> yep. So you get, you have, you have the butterflies are in power everywhere, right? Like they're the entire police force. They're, they're working on moving the cow, right? Which is a giant like slug type thing, right? And they're going to like use some sort of teleporter device to like move it. And once they do that, they're fucked, right? Cause then how are they ever going to find the cow again? Right. Also, Augie is free. He's white dragon suited up and he's looking for Chris, right? He's Chris. Chris knows they read his manifesto like at a, a press conference, right? Knows it's not his, is really pissed off that Ada Bayou is the one that like fucking put this out there, made him the fall guy and shit like that. Cause he, you know, she was like his only, besides Vigilante and Eagly, his only real friend in this group. Yeah. Yeah. He did have some uh, moments with Beard Died, right? Like talking about Hanoi Rocks and shit like that. Yeah. I mean, uh, but the whole team, the glue starts falling apart, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. 
<laughs> so there's this huge fight that's ensuing, right? They find they find out that basically they're able to track them through the helmets, right? So like White Dragon and the White Nationals, they they blow up the van that they're in, right? Vigilante, everything gets scattered, everybody's fucking whatever. Vigilante like gets a car, right? And then they're you know they they basically get away, but then all of a sudden again, White Dragon and the and the, uh, the the neo Nazis show up and they're like, how how are they finding us? You know, like we got rid of all the helmets and that vigilante's like, ah, oh, they're doing what with the helmets, right? Like he grabbed the duffel bag. He's like, I thought I was doing you a favor. Like he had all the helmets in the trunk of the car. Yeah, you know I mean, um, so you know, shit ensues and basically Chris has to kill his dad what it comes down to for better or worse that's a hard pill to swallow no matter how much of a piece of shit augie was it was still chris's dad but it was it was between him you know it was between chris or augie and you know chris made the choice and killed his dad yep 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 Yep. Yep. Yeah, the butterfly gets killed. Mern, the person and the butterfly get killed, right? And uh and yeah, yeah, I mean again, just you, you have a lot of conflict, you got a lot a lot of good storytelling uh done by James Gunn here, right? Um and and the you know, the story's progressing and you want to know what happens next. So basically, you know, it's it's a fuck it. It's a now or never kind of situation that they're put in. They know where the cow is. Adebayu is going to go by herself if she has to. Right. And like she's going off to like, you know, whatever. Uh, but then, you know, they get they they all wind up getting back together. Right. And like going to take out this cow. And, uh, you know, like Beard Die, he's the one there. Like, well, nobody's ever seen you before. Like you have to be the one to like infiltrate. Right. Like they, they basically kill this cop. And then, like, yeah. So, like, he he's got to go in and plant the bomb because one of the helmets could be like a remote control. But you know, it's yeah, yeah. He's got to he's got to go in and put the sonic boom helmet in in the fucking thing so they can blow up the barn. Basically, he's got to get it as close to the cow so they can take out the cow. Uh, and, you know, and like he gets stopped and he's like, "Why does your human do that?" And he's like, "What?" He's like whatever's going on with your beard. And then he has to go through this whole story of why he dyes his beard and why the, he, why the human is like, like why he is a person is so self-conscious. And so like, and then, so he dyes his beard, right. To look a little younger or whatever. And then the guy's just like, his humans are so weak and pathetic. He's like, he's like trying to hold back a tear. Cause he has to show no emotion. He's just like, yeah, they totally are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the whole team can hear as he's going through this whole thing of, like, what? Because once the butterflies, you know, takes over your body, they have your all your memories. They know everything about you, yada, yada, yada. So he knows why, you know. Uh, it, so it, it, it was a great scene, right? Uh, so basically, he gets as far as he feels comfortable with and is just like, fuck it. I am out of here. I think he sees, like, the cow or, like, part of it. And he's like, I'm, nope, nope, I'm, this is as far as I go, Yeah. And, uh, so, yeah. No, it fucks up the barn. It fucks up a bunch of them, but it doesn't, it's not deep enough to take out the cow. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. And they want Peacemaker to join them sort of in the same way that Judo Master had. Right? Like, Judo Master was aware of the plan and understood it and was a human. He wasn't a butterfly, but he stayed as a protector of of those butterflies. And that's kind of what they want Peacemaker to do as well. Right. Um, but yeah, he sort of betrays the confidence of goth. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I forget what it is. It's It's like, battering ram or something like that yeah oh it's the grossest thing ever but it's so awesome i mean and then so like so you know they blow up the barn they blow up the cow like at some point they had a contingency plan to like really basically notify the justice league right like we are like fuck this we need the justice league here so by the time Peacemaker and crew have saved the day. They're walking out of the remnants of the barn. And what we see is, you know, the silhouette of like Superman floating in the air, right? Like Wonder Woman standing there, Batman's cow. You know, the tri I don't think Batman was there actually. I I, I just think it was Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman's trident, and and the, the silhouette of the flash. Yeah. And Peacemaker's just like, oh, where the fuck were you guys? Right? Yeah, he's like, you fucking piece of shit. They're like, we just got, you know, and like that. Then we actually see Ezra Miller and Jason Momoa, right? Like they're the only two that are that are actually in the show. They're like, we just got the call. And he's like, whatever, fish fucker. You know what I mean? And it's just like. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, he's like, I'm, I'm so sick of that rumor. And he's like, are you sure it's a rumor or something like that? Yeah, I mean, like, it's, it, it was, it was great because it really humanized, humanized, like, the Justice League, which is, you know, all those movies were, you know, kind of shit, right? I haven't seen the Snyder Cut, but they're all, like, super dopey. And I was like, I would, I would watch this movie. I would watch fucking this Justice League movie, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yes. He saved Goth. Yes.
Yeah. Right, yeah, because I don't know. I don't know if there's going to be a season two, but if there is, I'm in. Right, like I thought this was, like I said, I mean, it re reaffirmed my belief in the DCEU. Uh, one of the better superhero properties I've seen in a long ass time. I'm like eight and a half, nine on this. Like it was really fucking good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The dance-off thing, it's it's fucking great. So good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's a solid show. It's well-written. It's well-thought-out. It's funny. You also care about the characters and what happens to them, right? Um, this is, and and you don't have to. You don't have to, you, you didn't have to go into this knowing who peacemaker was to like him as a character you did you probably didn't go in knowing who Adebayo was at all right like any of them um and that's how you that's how you tell a story right like that's that's what you can get across and and you don't have to waste time on the the microscopic bullshit of how did peacemaker recover from his wounds because nobody gives a shit we got to know who peacemaker was as a person right and just we walked in knowing as a superhero property there was a suspension of, of fucking you know belief there to, to begin with we didn't need to go through a scientific explanation of two episodes of how he recovered from his his, his fucking gunshot wound yeah, I mean, like, like we didn't have to go in to how he has no superpowers or in the DCU, he's not a meta person, right? He's not super powerful. We don't have to go in through all of his backstory of how he was trained in this and this and this and this and this and this. And that's why he's such a deadly shot. He's a badass. He's fucking good with guns. He can shoot shit. He can blow shit up. We fucking that's cool. Go on with the story. You know what I mean? And that, that's where this really succeeded. It was like, let me tell you a story. This is the character. He's Peacemaker. He's Chris Smith. He's fucked up. But he's also like kind of like a badass assassin type dude. But he's also funny and he really likes Hanoi Rocks. That's who the character is. This is what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Right. Hey, whatever, solid, solid. And like and and this is like this is how you you develop a character through storytelling. You don't have to, you know, to develop your character through what's going on, not by recapping what they had been through previously. Yeah, I mean. Sure. Yeah, John Cena John Cena crushed it. 
absolutely crushed it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, he was, yeah, he was great. Yeah, he was great. Yep. Right. If, if it's not this, learn from this, right? It doesn't have, and like, that's the thing. It doesn't have to be overly, it, it, it's not just, it's it's like the same with Deadpool. Like, it wasn't just the over-the-top gratuitous violence and, and swearing and shit like that that made Deadpool great. It's a great character telling a story. You know what I mean? It's a story that you're invested in and you care about. And that was the same thing with Peacemaker. I did not give one single fucking shit about what happened to Cyborg in Justice League. Yeah, I mean, like, I didn't care. I didn't care about Superman. I didn't care about Batman. I didn't care about any of these fucking people because you weren't telling me a story of what they were doing. I had to go in there and know who the characters were and based off of what I knew about them coming into them, I had to care about it. What they were doing in the moment didn't matter. I, and I'm cool. Yeah, I, I I mean, that's fine. Like, you know, this was the best DCEU thing outside of, you know, the Christian Bale Batman stuff, right? Like, yeah, I mean, and, and it's on par. It's a different thing. But the, the Batman stuff was great. Was it, you know, was was the Dark Knight great because of Heath Ledger's Joker? Sure. You know what I mean? But Christian Bale held his own in there as well, right? Uh, you know, and it, Christian Bale being motivated by what was going on, not just the death of Thomas and Martha Wayne, right? Which is like almost every fucking Batman movie. We know he's upset about his parents. We we get it. You know what I mean? Yes, we get it. We get it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I it was it was good stuff. It was good stuff. But I think that's about all the time we have today. Cool cats and kittens. I don't know where the hell I was going with that. Uh, but yeah, yeah, sure, why not? But uh, you know, as always, for me, Andy Liascos, and of course, Mister. You don't fuck fish. I, I you know, I mean, I don't know where to go with it. Yeah, you know I mean, like just yeah. Peace.